I thought I recognized you. I gave you a plate of corn muffins back in 1947 to paint my chicken coop, and you never did it. Those corn muffins were lousy. Paint my chicken coop. Make me. It's time for another edition of the Hot Topic Podcast and another classic sports argument. Is this classic if we're debating about something of this past hockey season? I'm Sean Campbell alongside Mitch Gallo. Mitch Y. Gallo on Twitter, Sean R. Campbell. Is this a classic argument, Mitch? I don't know about that uh, classic argument. All I know is that uh, the Calder Trophy is awarded every year and we debate it every year. So in that way, it's classic. I wouldn't say this is a retro uh, type of argument, but... uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep it new school here. All right, so we'll uh, keep an eye to see uh, who gets nominated in our classic sports argument. Who gets the Norris Trophy for the 2019-2020 season? Mitch, I'll let you have your vote first. I know you're gonna throw some names around, but you do have to select your winner. Yeah, well, I don't know how many names I can actually throw around, Sean. I believe this is a two-man race. Always we have three nominees. I know. I, I, I got to jump in here because you say it's a two-man race. For every argument for the first player, are you going to be make, you can make the same argument for the second player because they're so similar? They're very similar. I know exactly which two players you're going with. And, and, and they're both defensemen. And what's fun is we haven't seen a defenseman win the Calder Trophy since Aaron Ekblad in 2015. So it's been a few years since we've seen the Calder go to uh, a defenseman because we know how hard it is to jump into the NHL and play that position effectively right off the bat so i'm happy that we are both leading towards a defenseman here my pick sean goes to a guy on one of your favorite teams in the nhl the vancouver canucks quinn hughes to the line hughes first career nhl goal quinn hughes makes it one nothing here's hughes Good move down the middle. Makes a good play on the backhand, and Adam Gaudet has his stick checked at the last second. Comes back to use, and that mentality, that shoot mentality, and you can see Quinn Hughes just tees it up. What are you going to do? Just direct it at the net. Quinn Hughes beats Jonathan Quick. You know I love Colorado the same way you love Vancouver, so it's funny that I'm going to go with Hughes, but I'm going to tell you what separates Hughes from McCarr, in my opinion. First of all, the season ends. Quinn Hughes is the leading scorer among rookies. That's right, the most points among rookies. You know how many rookie defensemen have done that in the history of hockey? Five. And only three in the last 80 years. And he is the first rookie defenseman to lead in scoring since Brian Leach did so in 1989. Brian Leach, uh, yeah, Sean, I think that guy was pretty darn good uh, the other thing for I think a very that, long time for a very long time i mean i know how, how you feel about uh, brian leach as a as a defenseman uh the other thing i'll say uh, separates quinn hughes for me is ko mccarr joined the colorado avalanche in the playoffs last year that colorado avalanche team was already a playoff team and already really good so he got to jump into a situation where he was surrounded by a lot of very talented players it doesn't mean that i take anything away from ko mccarr 
Uh, but when I look at Quinn Hughes, he jumped into a more difficult um, situation with the Vancouver Canucks, a team that is completely rebuilding. So maybe a little bit harder to establish yourself because you're going to be leaned on very heavily uh, to play some big minutes, and he was quarterback in their power play. So for those reasons, I'm going to go with Quinn Hughes as uh, as my vote for Rookie of the Year, Sean. I, I'll tell you this, though. Every day I kind of flip-flop and go back and forth. Well, well, here, I, I like your I'm, – I'm not going to debate because I really like your pick of Quinn Hughes, but – when your argument is about the, the most points and and all that stuff, you just go to points per game. And Kale McCarr played eleven less games, and he was only three points behind Quinn Hughes. They're not playing Rantanen full time with Landis Cog and McKinnon. As McCarr jumps in, moves it and shoots. Kale McCarr, welcome to the National Hockey League. It's too good to be true. It's the first period of his first game in the NHL. And he scores in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, you think these people are pets to see Kale McCarr? Jump the flight this morning. They get here in time to see their boy make it 3-0 through the legs of Mike Smith. Congratulations to Kale McCarr. His parents, Gary and Laura, will never... Forget this moment. Points per game, Kale McCarr was producing at a higher rate than Quinn Hughes. And 57 games may hurt Kale McCarr, but that number actually in the voting may actually give it to him because I do think that they're so similar. I think that they both carry the offense for their team. And I know that you have a Nathan McKinnon that does so much for Colorado, but he doesn't get the puck if it isn't for Kale McCarr. And yes, he got to play in the playoffs, but you know what? I'm putting that in there. What I saw in the playoffs, I was so astounded with that I was able to see what he could do. And that's why I'm looking forward to whatever play-in or playoff format the Canucks go with. I want to see a little bit more from Quinn Hughes. I just think maybe the Kale McCarr's just a little bit more polished. They both do not play on the penalty kill. They both play 21 minutes a night. But I do think Kale McCarr is just a little bit more polished defensively and mainly because I think he's a year older. And and that next year I would probably think the same thing about Quinn Hughes. But I'm going to go with Kale McCarr on this one, and it's because of the points per game. And it's so close. You're right. You can go back and forth, and I would not – be upset. I know sharing awards, they do it for the Rocket Richard or this or that. I would not be upset if they actually shared this award. Oh, wow. That'd be uh, that'd be really interesting. I never thought of the potential of that happening. I know, but it's all about voting. But if the voting is like same amount of first place votes and they have the same amount of points at the end, I think that would be kind of cool that they both would win because they're so similar. Yeah, I'm not completely uh, against the idea because I've been, like I said, going back and forth on it, you know, doing some research uh, to talk about this with you uh, on the podcast. I was reading that a lot of players in the league think that Kale McCarr should be the winner, and I think there's something to be said about the guys involved mm-hmm. in the competition recognizing how great McCarr is. Of course, they had a lot of great things to say about uh, Quinn Hughes as well, but just voicing their opinion that they believe uh, Kale McCarr uh, should be the uh, winner of the Calder Trophy. All right, uh, very quickly, your third nominee. You have your winner, I have my winner, but I think this is where it gets interesting. Who could be the third nominee in the National Hockey League? Yeah, and and you know, Sean, I, I like these guys who are a little bit older 
and find a different path to the NHL than your typical uh, guy who's drafted, spends a year or two in college, and then comes up like the two we're talking about. Uh, but I'm going to go with a, with a 24-year-old who's barely eligible for the award, but he is eligible for the award. I think as a rookie scoring uh, 30 goals in only 68 games is rather impressive especially on a team that wasn't very good like the Chicago Blackhawks. So I think honorable mention third place vote has to go to uh, Dominic Kubalik of the, uh, of the Hawks. Only seven players, seven rookies in the last decade have scored 30 goals in their rookie season. The last wow. one to do it was Patrick Laine and Austin Matthews in the same year. Even our Terry Panarin, uh, who came in over a little bit late in his rookie season, only scored 30, but he needed all 82 games. Uh, so I do like Kubalik as my third nominee. A little shout out to Elvis Merlis, uh, Lickin. Uh, with Columbus their season I don't know if he got enough starts 31 starts but his numbers five shutouts uh, a save percentage of 923 I thought he was outstanding and kept Columbus in the playoff mix and it's interesting we can give some love to Nick Suzuki he's just on the outside looking in but no Jack Hughes or Capo Caco mentioned no Jack Hughes Capo Caco Sean and you know that goes to show you the difficulty of Coming into the league, your draft year, and having an immediate impact. I know you mentioned a couple guys like Matthews and Line who were able to do so, but then you look at every draft class and how so many guys take a little bit longer to develop and find their way in the NHL. I don't think it's any coincidence that eventually we're going to stumble upon a draft class like this year's where even the top five picks and the top two picks in Hughes and Kako have a hard time uh, right out of the gates. I, I think they're still going to be great players. I just think they weren't exactly uh, ready for the NHL this season. Are you going off the board with Hughes uh, and Makar one or two or two and one? Who do you have for this year's NHL Rookie of the Year? Please comment below. Let us know on Twitter at Sean R. Campbell at Mitch Y. Gallo. And don't forget, always click, listen, and subscribe. We're having so much fun bringing you content, and we want to keep doing it. Stop! Kyle! Well, how's that for your entertainment value? Vince and Sean, you guys are the greatest duo. Oh. Uh... The B. Bee-